Hello, my lovers, my puppies, my kittens, my schmoopies. Let me take you back in time. Picture this. The year is 1995. Coolio's Gangsta's Paradise, Waterfalls by TLC, Creep, TLC, Kiss from a Rose by Seal, Unbended Knee, Boys to Men, Another Night, Real McCoy, Fantasy, Mariah Carey, Take a Bow, Madonna. Those were the hot hits in 1995. A young Nadege August is about to enter her freshman year in college, and she wants the whole experience, right? Uh, that means leaving home and living on campus. I think I am the coolest. One of the things that my college did, which was a private parochial college uh, out in, um, in Riverdale, New York, uh, was send out this questionnaire, and the purpose is to match you with the right roommate. And at the time, smoking was, I guess, just starting to be banned at bars, but you could still kind of smoke in public places. And, you know, um, so one of the questions was, uh, do you smoke? And the answer for me was no, a no-brainer, obviously. I mean, anyway. I get there. My first day on campus, everyone's families, there's a family dinner, et cetera, et cetera. My family was not around. I was on my own. Uh, my roommate enters. Her name is Caroline. She's tall. She's from Long Island. She's into heavy metal, right? Guns and Roses, Aerosmith, Metallica, you name it. I mean, it was wonderful because the list of songs I was into, the ones I've listed in 95, were definitely not hers. But she opened me up to like greatest hits of like You Shook Me All Night Long, which I love, Fork Sugar on Me. You know, anyway, so it was beautiful, a beautiful thing. But I, I digress. I'm going, I'm fasting forward a little too much. So at the end of the day, once her parents left, she lays in her bed. She had really long legs. She was very tall. And she pulls out a pack of marble lights and she goes, you want a cigarette? And I kind of hesitate. I was like, huh, like what? I didn't say what the fuckery at the time, but in my head, a version of what the fuckery is this? But I pressure. Did, I wanted to seem cool. So I was like, yeah, sure. I'll have a cigarette. She noticed my hesitation. She goes, look, I know I wrote that. No, I wasn't a smoker, but it's because my parents uh, would have seen my application. So I had to lie. So she basically made this. I guess she found a way around it by she figured if she offers her roommate cigarettes that she can smoke in the room whenever she wanted. And that is how. A young Nadege August got hooked on the cigs, on marble lights. What did I know? After about a month, she stopped because she said, you're wasting cigarettes. You don't know how to inhale. Because apparently I would just, you know, suck it, hold it in my mouth, and then blow the air out like a fish, you know. So that was, that's like a sideway. Why am I sharing this with you? Well, it's because of our topic today. Um, I've since quit, of course, struggled back over the years. And one of the things I noticed is whenever I get anxious and during periods of high stress, I do two things. I stop eating and I pick up the nicotine. Um, it's just, you know, like, I guess that's why doctors way back when said to encourage smoking as a stress reliever, as a way to calm your anxiety. That's neither here nor there. I'm not saying it's bad or wrong. No judgments. Listen, we all have our thing, and that is my thing. So recently, I was experiencing the cravings for it. And let's face it, COVID should have, our pandemic lockdown, 
I should have just picked up again, but I didn't. And it was fantastic to have that kind of power. But for some reason, my body was like craving it and I didn't want to give in. Well, out of the blue, miraculously, I belonged to a few blogs and I got an email marketing thing. And it's for this company called Oklahoma Smokes. And it is a wonderful way to get out of the nicotine and the nasty little cigarette I was craving. I ordered a pack. I loved it because it's a startup and a very personal small company of a small group of uh, beautiful souls who came up with this thing. I they reached out and said, what are your thoughts? And they explained why they wanted to know what my thoughts are. It's because they were trying to gather that data. And I said, I'll do you better. Come on my podcast. Let's share. What the fuckery is Oklahoma Smokes? Well, we're about to find out. I'm Nadege August, your host. If this is your first time with us, welcome and hit that follow button on Apple Podcast and you will be an automatic schmoopy. Here's what you can expect. What the Fockery is a podcast about the things we hear about but don't know enough about. A series of conversations dedicated to hearing firsthand from the very people whose lifestyle, truths, experiences, or concepts we struggle with understanding, the very things we should know about but are afraid to discuss. Our subjects and topics may or may not be mainstream, but our guests and sometimes experts are in it, living their truth whether we accept them or not. And if in that process we manage to bring clarity to you, dear listener, and inspire you, by the way, then thank you for being curious, open, and willing. In that vein today, my guest is Ashwin Krishnaswamy, henceforth known as just Ash. Ash. Ash is a cool dude. He's the co-founder and head of all things brand and creative at Oklahoma Smokes. He comes from a background in helping build viral CPG products and launching and running ventures of his own. I should have looked up what CPG was. Hmm, maybe you can do that. Oklahoma Smokes is his latest creation, which just celebrated its one-year anniversary as of this recording. Ashwin, I guess you like to be called Ash, or do you care? Um, it, different friends have different uh, names for me, but Ash is fine. Well, if I'm if I'm not in the friend zone, uh, would I be Ash? Would I call you Ashwin or Ash? You uh, Ash is good. Ash is good. I gotta say, I love your last name, Krishna Swami. That's right. Thank you. I said it and beautifully, didn't I? Immaculate, immaculate <laughs> enunciation. That's what happens when you're when you have a name like Nadej. Um, yeah, I learned quickly that you know you have to be precious about certain things, and that's one of them. Yep. Ash. 
What the fuckery is Oklahoma smokes? Before you answer that, I have to say, I'm guessing it has nothing to do with the state of Oklahoma, you know, that state that borders Colorado and Kansas, unless it does. Either way, you'll tell us. You are you are right. It does not have anything to do oh. with Oklahoma specifically. Um so Oklahoma Smokes is a nicotine-free, tobacco-free cigarette alternative. And the idea is it's for smokers who need help quitting, which I can dive into a little bit more. Um, it is made with hemp flour. So CBD is the main component. It's, you know, cousin plant to the, the plant that, you know, gets us high. Um, and uh, yeah, that's what Oklahoma Smokes is. And the name came about um, just as we were exploring good brand names for uh, for this business that we started. And, you know, we're thinking smoke, smoke, smokes, and just kind of stumbled upon this one and it stuck. You know, what's funny. Cause I love that you can just go, okay, smokes <laughs> like, mm -hmm. like it's okay to smoke, but is it though? Um, so do you get your hemp from Oklahoma or it's just that it's a cool name? It is just a cool name. We did try to source a farmer in Oklahoma, also a contract manufacturer in Oklahoma, to have as many roots back to Oklahoma as possible. Um, neither of those were feasible um, as both the hemp cultivation and manufacturing facilities required for this type of product are um, few and far between. Um, so we actually do all of that in California. Uh, are you a one-person show? We are now a team of five. So I have a partner and then we have um, three folks who have joined us, you know, in a variety of capacities. Yeah. Uh, so I guess, was it, is anyone from Oklahoma at least? You know, we need to get someone on the team from Oklahoma. <laughs> Actually, I think it's hilarious that you don't. It's, it's sort of irony. Uh, so... I shared with my listeners early on how I stumbled upon this awesome product. And I remember you uh, sharing a little bit about uh, the, the caveat around, smo around smoking combustible cigarettes altogether. Uh, but would you tell, would you share with, the, with my audience what it was you shared with me? Right. So I, I think your prompt when we, we first spoke was, first spoke was, um, you know, it, it, it kind of saying it's okay to smoke. And the question is, is it okay to smoke? And I think one of the things that we want to make clear as a brand, as a company, as a product is that the actual combustion and inhalation of any plant and paper material is harmful for you, no matter what you're smoking, you could be smoking vitamin A and it's still going to be bad for you. Um, and so the idea here is that it is, still a product that can be harmful in the long run, especially if you use it with the same cadence and frequency that you use cigarettes. But the idea is to be a tool for harm reduction to help you make the transition off of smoking cigarettes. Um, and as we kind of crafted that product, we thought about, okay, what's everything that goes in a cigarette and how can we at least reduce the harm as much as possible on, on every factor. So, you know, from the filters, from the paper to the actual ingredients to not using any additives or fillers or compounds to maybe enhance the smoke or enhance the burn time. Um, so being kind of fairly simple about what ingredients we have in there. 
And the purity is very important. Uh, how did you come up with such a great idea? Yeah, so we had, um, so my partner and I, um, I come from the world of working with CPG and early stage um, brands, basically. So um, consumer facing brands from the world of branding, marketing, um, you know, e-commerce design and development. And my partner who has been a close friend of mine has spent a long time in the world of cannabis investing. And so in 2018, we were kind of putting around a 2018, 2019, we were um, throwing around a few different ideas for, you know, possible CBD companies, possible, um, you know, hemp companies. And we had, you know, stumbled upon this idea that hemp, um, you know, people were making hemp joints. And we had seen some people talking about how hemp joints were actually a helpful tool in kind of, you know, uh, alternative to smoking cigarettes. And we said, that's interesting. There's people making hemp joints, but no one really making hemp cigarettes. And if they are, they're just saying, hey, this is like a hemp CBD cigarette. Like if you love to smoke, like this is a new thing that you could smoke. And so with that in mind, we also started just looking into the smoking cessation market and like tools and, you know, um, uh, programs uh, for smoking cessation and what's, you know, efficacious and kind of, you know, backed out that a lot of what people are craving is, or a lot of why people are can, are not successful at successfully quitting smoking is because of the habits and rituals around smoking, the need to like light something every morning when they walk their dog or have their coffee, they have a cigarette. And so you can get a patch, but the patch doesn't help that, you know, physical that psychological habit. Yeah. The kinesthetic yeah. You know, attachment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And so um, out of these kind of two insights and observations, the idea was born. It's, it's actually brilliant because I realized that that's what I missed. And two, two things happened. The psychology for me is it's a stress reduction sort of habit. It forces me to inhale, which, you know, we can talk about the harms of that. And I know what they are, but also the hand to mouth habit. And it is, in fact, fulfilling in that it looks it looks like a cigarette. Mm -hmm. And I like that. Um, I'm not a uh, CBD or hemp smoker. I actually don't even know most of the terminology for any of that stuff. Um, mm -hmm. No bungs in my life, none of that. Uh, so I wouldn't even know how to roll something like that to even help me with the cessation if that is what I wanted to do. I, I really love it. I like it. Um, and you have on your website, which is oklahomasmokes.com. Is that it? One word? It's actually, it's yes. oklahomas.com. It's Oklahoma. So we will always have all of the links to all of your social media and your website listeners, as you know, on the show notes, in the show notes. So yeah, it is. It's oklahomas.com. Uh, you have ideas and suggestions of ways people can start using these to quit nicotine-laden mm -hmm. cigarettes. Uh, what are those? They're, not everyone likes to read, Ash. Yes, yes. Um, so um, yeah, So, I, two questions for you. One, are you referring to the kind of tapering off? Yes, the or tapering are you, off. The tapering off, yes, exactly. So this is actually, I think you found a, a landing page of ours where we're just kind of running a, a test on it. Um, but 
Yeah. So, so what we found is, you know, we did a small trial with a number of smokers um, who have kind of been lifelong smokers with a variety of frequencies, smoking a pack a day, half a pack a day, whatever it might be. And we wanted to understand how can Oklahoma smokes help them quit smoking or drastically reduce their intake. And what does that, what does that look like? What type of, how do they incorporate it into their lives? And so an uh, interesting thing that we noticed is from a lot of the smokers, they would say, hey, you know, the, the the first week I kept, you know, most of my cigarettes, but then like, you know, my morning or evening cigarette, I just use the Oklahoma smokes. And then the next week, it's like my morning, evening and midday smoke, I use the Oklahoma smokes. And, you know, they didn't have a precise you know, formulation, first week, 75%, 25%, then 50-50, then so on. Um, but we noticed that that was a pattern. We said, okay, that's interesting that it's a kind of slow replacement from one to the other rather than a, I'm smoking Marlboro's a day, a pack a day. Now I'm going to smoke a pack a day of Oklahoma smokes. I actually think that's could be a recipe for failure possibly. Um, and so we noticed that. And so we said, okay, that's interesting. And one of our goals or outcomes just kind of longer term, and this requires kind of more studies and more trials like this, is to actually develop a program for people to come and say, I smoke this much. What is like my my quitters quit my quitters kit or my quitters program? And then we can say, hey, over six weeks, we can help you reduce your nicotine intake to this. And here's how we can do that. What is the percentage of a CBD per per I don't want to call it a cigarette. What is a good word for that? Because it's not a cigarette. It's merely shaped like one. It mimics yes. the looks of one. So it's 50 milligrams of CBD per cigarette, and that's about 8% CBD and CBG. And that means what? Do you get a bit of a buzz, a stress reduction? Like what are some side effects? So here's what people anecdotally report to us. They say, this was great. This helped. You know, in addition to my cravings that I have for smoking, this helped me go to sleep. This helped with my pain. This helped. I just felt like super relaxed and super mellow and I have anxiety. And we get these anecdotal reports. And I think a lot of people have branded and pushed CBD that way and talk about it that way. I think we're we as a company do not make any claims that it helps with any of these things just because they can't. They haven't really been studied, um, you know, to a degree where you can make that claim that this will help with that. And so all we can share right now is reviews where people say, hey, it helps me, you know, with these are the side effects that I feel. Right. Hey, listeners, the term self-care is thrown around a lot these days and deservedly so. And I think we can all agree that mental health is part of self-care. And one of the many reasons we tell ourselves is lack of time and money. Well, BetterHelp.com is the world's largest counseling service. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. Now, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed, accredited, and board-certified therapist in under 24 hours. Therapy from the comfort of your own space. What could be better than that? You can schedule weekly video sessions or phone sessions with your own personal counselor. You can log into your account at any time from anywhere to send a message to your counselor. And BetterHelp makes it easy and free to change your counselor if you ever needed to. Um, it's very affordable. It's more affordable than traditional 
offline counseling, and financial aid is available. So get started today. And you, as a What the Fockery listener, get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com forward slash fockery10. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com forward slash fockery10. In fact, use fockery10 as a promo code and discount code anytime and anywhere you um, use our sponsors. Okay, back to our program. Ooh, we we are spilling some tea, wouldn't you say? My lovers, my puppies, my kittens, my schmoopies. Listen, I don't know about you, but I'm more likely to stick with a healthy habit if I know why it's helping me. And that's why I'm happy that we are now being sponsored by Peak Tea. Now, why do I love Peak Tea so much? Well, other than the obvious fact that they are sponsoring the podcast, they are also offering you, my listeners, my lovers, my puppies, my kittens, my schmoopies, a discount. Fockery 5, 5% at everything you order. Uh, use code Fockery 5 at checkout. But back to why. So here's what I found out. There are three secrets to unlocking the benefits of plants and to maximize the health potentials. Number one, antioxidants. They are known as nature's cleanup crew. Uh, They are found in green tea, black tea, elderberry, turmeric, all things that they have. Antioxidants help protect cells against harmful effects and free radicals and oxidative stress resulting from aging, environmental toxins, and more. And uh, number two, science tells us the benefits of the plants are groundbreaking. But why are so many experiencing minimal benefits? Well, because the key to getting the most nature has to offer is lies in its quality, quality. Well, peak tea takes the highest quality plant ingredients from supreme sources, like from Aswan, Egypt, to Kagoshima, Japan, They then extract the bioactive compounds in the tea and the super plants at cold to low temperatures for up to eight hours using uh, what they call the cold extraction technology. And the final result, it's an amazing antioxidants. The antioxidants are actually preserved in whole form. And finally, radiant health. My gosh, Radiant Health comes with consistency, and Peak Tea's products are designed to be simple, effective, and enjoyable. Trust me, take it from someone who is now a Peak Tea fan and addict. I do their Puer Tea, great for your microbiome. Their green tea in the afternoon. Oh, by the way, the Puer has gotten me off coffee in the mornings. Oh, my New York just came out. Off, get off of me. <laughs> uh, if you hop over to our uh, Instagram page, you will see the tea, what it looks like. Their matcha is to die for. But here's the thing you will never want to use a tea bag again because they come in crystal forms. All you have to do is just add hot or cold water to your peak tea crystals and done, 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 done. Go to peaktea.com. That's P I Q U E. TEA.com. Links and show notes, of course. And use discount code FOCKERY5 at checkout for 5%. Whenever you need a little pick me up, just get some pick tea. Pick tea. All right, back to the show. Speaking of radiant health, garbage in, garbage out, as we know. 
Well, I have subscribed to this new meal service. It is called Vistro, V-E-E-S-T-R-O. Whether you are working from home or commuting to work or going to school or just doing life, when you're too tired to cook or you're too busy, guess what? You end up inevitably that fast food drive through looks amazing, doesn't it? I've been there, done that. Guilty, guilty, guilty. And we just end up making perhaps not the best health decisions. Well, Vistro makes these delicious chef-inspired plant-based healthy alternative meals delivered straight to your home anywhere in the U.S. All you have to do is just heat and enjoy. Some of them follow the recipe. If it says in the oven, do it in the oven. Microwave, microwave. However, all I know is for me personally, it has been a game changer. It's saved some time, my health, and my portion control. My favorites from Vistro. Okay, my absolute favorite, you guys, is this impossible gluten-free lasagna. Can I just say I have fooled a friend who's Italian who just loves these lasagna. And when he discovered that I, you know, tricked him, he was just really blown away. I also like their jackfruit pozzole, the Moroccan melange. I could go on, but I do. So I order a la carte. It's just how I do it. Uh, but why am I sharing this with you? Well, here's what Nadej August does for her lovers, puppies, kittens, and schmoopies. If I love something, I just reach out to the company now and I go, hey, I have a podcast. I have people who listen. What can we do? I want to give them a discount and share this with them. And of course, they obliged. So the best part of all of this is that the What the Fockery family, you, my lover, puppy, kitten, schmoopy, and your friends and family, feel free to share this code, is Fockery25, punched at puppy in at checkout where it says promo code, and you will get 25% off. Just go to vistro.com. That is V-E-E-S-T-R-O.com. And you can either automate or just order your meals at a la carte. Healthy meals. The links are, of course, in the show notes. And you know what? You don't have to subscribe. I just do like 10 meals every 15 days because based on my lifestyle, that is all I need. Uh, and you're not tethered to it, right? You try it once. You're not crazy about it. Stop. But I promise you, you'll be hooked. It doesn't hurt. Vistro.com. Calm fuckery 25. Were either you or your partner, any of your now, uh, what did you say? Five, your group, the group of five, anyone, a former smoker of cigarettes that is. Um, yes. One of our, one of our members of groups of five, um, I think four of us were all social smokers. Um, at some point, you know, the, the unfortunate and easy entry point when you're in college, when you're out drinking, you're smoking every weekend and it's just, you know, not, not good. Um, thankfully didn't but develop. Fun. Yeah. But, but, but fun and, and very much a scene. Um, but we, we do have, you know, close friends and family members who, who are smokers. How did you stop? Even how socially? Did, how did I stop socially? I think there was a point where, um, it was 
you know, I think there was actually, it was funny because I think it, it started when I was abroad and there was actually just a group that would go out and smoke. And at some point I just like stopped going out with them at night, not because of this reason, um, but I would never buy cigarettes on my own. And I was like, okay, it would be like one cigarette a night when I was going out. And so it's like never developed that habit or pattern. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I think that's also a starting point for a lot of people where it's hard to stop because then they d- develop that association or dependency of smoking cigarettes with drinking and absolutely drinking and smoking a lot. Yeah. as a cigarette in one hand and a drink in the other. Uh, I'm going to guess that this abroad was London. This abroad was actually Prague. Oh, close enough. <laughs> I did a semester in London and yeah, that's really how I got indoctrinated and it's yeah, no regrets there. I mean, these folks, uh, they would stay outside of these pubs during their lunch hour never go eat, it seems. They would just have a, a drink, a, a, a cider or a beer or something. And that's all they did was just puff away. Quite a life. Um, you have, you may be privy to this information and if you, off the top of your head, and if you can share, I'd love to hear in um, an unscientific uh, stat, statistics. Do, where do most of your cells uh, generate from? Is there a state or a city or a place that you're like, these people are, uh, they are, there may be more smokers there than the rest of the country. Is that something? Yeah. You that? You sh- yes. Um, you know, we have, the majority is in California and Texas around, <laughs> around LA and Houston. Oh my goodness. It may or may not be surprising. I, I, I must be a walking stereotype because I'm in LA. So <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Now, do you think these people are really are, are gravitating to your uh, really cool product because it's uh, of its, well, I don't want to, we don't want to use the word health claim, but we love anything that says organic. We like pure things. And we, because it's legal, we enjoy, you know, I don't know what the word is. Is it hemp? Is it weed? Is it CBD? I don't know. Um, do you know, do you, are you guessing or were you able to find out whether it's because they're trying to wean off of the good old fashioned nicotine? You know, I think with the way that we talk about our product, um, you'll notice kind of natural, organic, you know, additive free, they're all kind of very like secondary reads on, on the product. It's not the first thing that kind of hits you over the head when you, you look at our box or you look at our site or you look at any of our ads or anything. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's very much around people who are looking to like wean off of nicotine or wean off of cigarettes. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, I think that could be a, a secondary thing that, that speaks to some people where they're just like, you know, we've had a, a we know there is a, large segment of, of, um, customers who, um, said, Hey, I'm not, I'm not necessarily a smoker. Like I smoke weed from time to time. Um, but I do enjoy a social smoke. And this is interesting for those times that I'm out, you know, drinking with my buddies and and want an option for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, are your products strictly online for purchases? Have you been able to get them into stores? Is that something you are, you are hopefully, uh, that's something you hope to accomplish or down the line? Yes. Yes. So we have been, um, 
we have been online as it was myself and just a partner. But now as we're kind of expanding the team and we have a lot of kind of wholesale and retail inquiries, um, we are getting into stores. So getting that teed up and uh, yeah, we'll be in, in stores. Um, we're already in a handful of stores here in New York and we'll be in a lot more stores hopefully by the end of the year. Oh my, which stores in New York for my New York listeners? So they are a, um, there's some smoke shops on Ninth Avenue, which carry the product. Um, and we're going to start putting this on our website too. So that'll be an easy place to kind of find the stockists um, down in Greenwich Village too. Um, a few smoke shops there. So um, happy to kind of share that in the show notes too. That's that's so cool. I'm, I'm really happy for you guys. How long have you been at this now? How old is uh, Oklahoma Smokes? Oklahoma Smokes has turned one year to date. Today? Uh, not today, but to month. <laughs> to month. Congratulations. Thank you. How does it happen that you land in stores? Does did, did you have did you go talk to the folks or they reached out to you or because that's a perfect spot for it, smoke shops, because they specialize in all things related to smoking. Yes, absolutely. Um, we and, um, you know, the, yeah, kind of all of us have gone door to door to a number of smoke shops in New York city. And we just go approach the owners. We talk to them. We ask them if they carry similar products and kind of do this whole thing. And some of them are interested. Uh, some of them are, are not. Um, so it's very much a boots on the ground door to door effort in order for people that want to take a chance on you, get to know the brand, understand how to talk about it. Um, so yeah, we've been lucky for, for those opportunities so far. That's the entrepreneurial spirit that we love in this country. And we like hearing about it's, it's certainly inspiring. Uh, I would be remiss not to ask you, what advice would you give to someone who perhaps has an idea, not necessarily similar to yours, but thinks that this is great. Cause I guarantee you someone else probably thought of what you uh, ha- are doing or have, or have accomplished. And chances are they just never followed through. And that's the difference between you and that person is that you went ahead and followed through with your plan. What pearls of wisdom would you have for any young lad or lasses who, who, who have ideas? Yeah, sure. I think, um, I think with all of the tools that we have at our disposal, that it is easier than ever to kind of not necessarily, yeah, to start a business, but it is also really cheap to test business ideas. And so what I had seen in my line of work as an agency owner that works with e-commerce businesses, you know, and I'll I'll give you a quick anecdote. I was talking to a a company that makes um, pet supplements. They make like, you know, supplements for joint health and so on for their animals. And even before ever even creating or formulating the product, they had set up a landing page, mocked up some examples of what the product would look like, gave descriptions of it and started running Facebook ads. And the question was, can we, you know, effectively run Facebook ads to the site and capture interest for this product? Once they did, then they started building out the product and formulating it and they were able to deliver on their promise. And so that's all to say, um, you know, even in the early days of when we were testing out Oklahoma Smokes, we had a hypothesis and nicotine-free, tobacco-free cigarette for smokers who are looking to quit is a idea and message and product that will resonate. But we didn't know until we put it out there. And so we even ran some 
um, it's called Facebook lead ads. It's a way to just capture emails. And we were just like, Hey, can we capture any interest for this? And so we, you know, spun up a graphic of what the box could look like, described the product, ran these ads, got a ton of emails and we're like, okay, there's, there's interest for it, you know? And it's just, it's one proof point, but that's something that a person could conceivably set up in a couple of days. And so I think a lot of people look at businesses and like, you know, how do you do all of these things? And it's just a very, it's a series of very small steps and just getting a little bit more confidence that the idea should work rather than kind of conceptualizing and thinking about any, everything in a vacuum, working on it for a year after you spend a ton of money, then bringing it to market only to realize, hey, people don't actually want this. Mm, wonderful. It's a way to start for sure. Uh did you roll the, your cigarettes? <laughs> did you, how did you get the packaging, uh, the product itself? Like, who do you yes. go to, a science lab, a scientist, or did you just buy yourself some hemp and like experimented yourself? So we, um, you know, when we were looking at the actual hemp, we had a, you know, as I mentioned, my partner's kind of been in the cannabis world for some time. And so he knew a number of farmers to kind of go to. And so we would get the hemp, we would look at the quality of it, we would like smoke that and roll that on our own. But when we actually went to do our first production run, even though it was a a small batch, um, we knew that we couldn't sit here and actually roll the, the cigarettes by hand or with like a machine on our own. So we had a um, it's just a contract manufacturer that has a facility that has the cigarette rolling machinery, um, but they do not do it for cigarette brands. They do it specifically for hemp brands and like hemp joint brands. Um, so it is, I would have to say there's a, maybe a handful of those manufacturers in the, in the U S because it's still such an early growing industry. Um, I bet. But, I mean, yeah. you can't just go down the street, maybe in California, <laughs> I'm kidding in LA. Yeah. You probably have one down the street. I'm just not aware of it. It's a very specific niche, in fact, isn't it? Extremely specific. Extremely specific. Are you are you ready to share what goals are in the next five years? Are we do I should I are we gonna have an IPO that I should bet on soon? Uh <laughs> yeah, you know, I think when we think about um what success markers look like, um we I, we are most excited when we get emails from customers who say, Hey, I need to like cancel my subscription or like, I'm not buying the product. Like, please take me off the list. And we're just like, why they're like, Oh, I quit smoking altogether. You know, I use the tool to quit smoking and, um, no, no company wants to lose their customer, but we're for us, that's a paradox a little bit. It's like, we're happy to lose the customer, especially if we got them to that end goal of quitting smoking. And so, um, for us, it is really about understanding that path and journey to help people quit smoking and offer more products and resources to help them along that way. And honestly, getting smokers across that finish line to like, hey, I'm, I've either quit smoking or I've brought it so into my control where I can smoke one of these whenever I want. It's not an addiction anymore to me. I don't feel beholden to it. I do it on my own time. Um, and so for us, it's more of a kind of, um, you know, a broader goal of helping as many smokers as possible, kind of like take control back into their, their own life when, with, with smoking. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I think along the way, the byproduct of that is, you know, building a, a great big company, but it's not, uh, hey, in five years, I hope we IPO type thing. 
Yeah, I got it. Uh, going back to the business portion of the, uh, the program here, I am curious, uh, did you have to do sort of like, I don't know, a seed investor type of uh, launch or did you approach a, how did you get the capital? Did you go to a venture capitalist to, or you guys just said, okay, we are using our own money because we so believe in this? So we are fortunate in that to get a product off of this, like to get a product like this off the ground, a lot of what that initial capital is used for is branding, website design, website development, and your first production run. Those first three things um, I do: um, branding, website design, website development. Gee, um, and have, do you sleep? <laughs> you know, I, I, I have a um, I have a, a small agency and two phenomenal partners who we're just excited about this. And they were like, Hey, of course, like we'll help you on this. Like, you know, just kind of spend some nights and weekends doing it. Um, so that piece of it, there was no cost really. Um, and then from the production run standpoint, um, yeah, there was a, a fairly small sum of money that we had to put into the business, um, that myself and my partner did. Um, but it's the type of business that, is profitable kind of on day one. So the sales from the proceeds of that first production run go back to paying the supplier, you know? And so we fortunately have not had to raise any money and so far had not, we're totally bootstrapped. And um, yeah, it's put interesting constraints on the business, but um, yeah, we like it that way. Yeah, who does your marketing? Do you do that too? Yes. Yes. Well, you have to know how I found you. And I mentioned it too. Uh, I subscribe to this blog called The Futurist. And somehow mm-hmm. an article about Oklahoma Smokes got picked up and it landed there. And I, you know, followed through because I started to have all these cravings again. And I thought this would be perfect to uh, satiate my need or at least appease it without uh, going back into the hooks of, of nicotine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, have I left any stones unturned? Is there something you feel that we need to share? Um, I'm, I'm a New Yorker, so brevity is king and queen for me. And I think most people appreciate that I don't interrupt my guests. I allow them to say as much as needed, uh, but I'm also not perfect. There are things that perhaps I'm not aware of that I should ask and I have not. So if you can think of something, please let me know. No, um, I think you did a great job covering the kind of breadth of, you know, we've, we've only been around for a year, so there's also only so much to share. Um, and I don't want to go off on any tangents here. So I think you did a great job. Um, and thank you for, for having me on. Oh, how could I not? It's such an exciting product. I mean, I, I, I was just so happy that I found it, that I have found it. Uh, so on Instagram, you are, are you on Instagram? Yes. Handle? We are at It's Oklahoma's. You, so you're consistent throughout. It's Oklahoma. Across the board. Across the board. Insta, do you have a Facebook page as well? We do have a Facebook page also. It's Oklahoma's. <laughs> Twitter? Have a Twitter. We are just standing up the Twitter right now. So I don't even think we have any tweets yet, but also it's Oklahoma's. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because Twitter, I find is, unless it could be the accounts that I follow, is more political, if anything. Yeah, I think more political, informational. I think that just kind of like general banter where this type of product would fit in or come about 
we haven't really thought of Twitter as a platform and I'm on Twitter separately. Um, and so I never thought of it as like, hey, we need to be on Twitter, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Other than it's Oklahoma's, uh, what else, what, what other troubles do you get yourself into when you're not doing that? I know you said you own a small agency, but what else did you do that's that may be of interest to the rest of us to, that will convince those who want to. <laughs> to <buy it. laughs> um, yes. Uh, you know, have, have my hands full with, with both of these businesses. So little downtime these days, but um, yeah, I don't know, you know, just a, uh, a, a kind of strong penchant for the outdoors. Um, do a lot of uh, snowboarding in the winter, rock climbing when I can. Um camping, just kind of like getting outdoors and, and doing things. So yeah. are um, you, are you a native New Yorker? Um, from outside of Philly and have been in New York for about 10 years. Oh, okay. So you are like East coast. Yes. 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 So what's the weather like today? Well, I was there last month in July and it was, it rained a lot. It was muggy. It was hot. How is it? The past two weeks have been a pleasant treat. For New York summers, it has not been terribly humid. It's 75 and sunny right now and quite pleasant, um, which is rare. And I feel like that's going to change now that I've Now that you've like said that. it. Yeah. Okay, well, you'll, yeah. you'll send me a thank you note. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listeners. Oh, I do this with everyone. Uh, is there a cute way that you say goodbye to anyone who's near and dear to you? And however that is, you are now having to say it to my listeners. I do not think I have a cute way. <laughs> um, most of my friends, I just say, all right, dude, peace. <laughs> hey, that's a perfectly acceptable way to say goodbye. So please tell my listeners, all right, dudes and dudettes, I guess, peace. All right, gang. Peace. <laughs> Bye. Thank you. Bye.